Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 19 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are very glad you are joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including online training and one-on-one coaching to independent writers, creative and solo professionals, and very small business owners. You can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard-Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking, in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Okay, we're changing the topic that we had planned for today because of what has happened this past week from August. Let me see, what day was Monday? Whatever Monday, whatever day Monday eighth, was, eighth. was the, from Monday through yesterday, actually. this and, and the topic of this podcast is there's good news and then there's good news. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the good news about everything that um, the Biden administration has done, not only in this last week, but over the past several weeks, but also the good news of how much trouble Trump is in. That's good news also. So we're going to go back and forth between the two. But I also want to emphasize that when we discuss the Biden wins and the Democratic Party, we keep coming back to that because of the midterms that are now less than 90 days away. And usually the party that is in office loses seats in the midterm elections, mainly because people, and I want to remind everyone that the overall American voting public in normal times is center-right. Okay, it's not far right and it's not far left, It's but center right. So a lot of people don't want to see one party having the White House, the, the, the House, and the Senate, as, as the Democrats do right now. Very slim margins, but we do. And so that's usually why, historically, the party that is in power loses seats in the midterm. But these are not normal times. These are radical, re- radical right Republicans, except for, uh, with a notable exception of about two of them, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, have completely and totally bought into the orange Kool-Aid, drank the orange Kool-Aid. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more as we get into the good news about Trump. But we want to reemphasize that no, Biden didn't do everything in his first 18 months that he campaigned on, but he did a lot. And he could have done more if we had a larger majority in the Senate. Right now, we have a 50-50 majority, and two of those 50 very often, except for these last week or so, very often stop the Biden agenda. And so the only way that anything can get done is if all 50 senators, all 50 Democratic senators, including the two independents that caucus with the Democrats, pass, are able to pass something without a filibuster. And then Vice President Kamala Harris, acting as her role of president of the Senate, uh, then can, ta- can cast the 51st vote. Most things in the Senate have to have a 60-vote threshold. 
And with us not have, with us only having 50, most of the things that we would like to do are passed in the House where we have a majority, but die in the Senate. So if not, if we win, because we must hold on to both the House and the Senate and increase our majorities in both houses of Congress this November, which goes against history, but so does everything else that's happening, then we can get a whole lot more done starting in uh, January 2023 when the next Congress goes into session. So that's my beginning. <laughs> so I want to just very quickly go through uh, some of the things that Biden has achieved. If you remember, he was inaugurated on January 20th, 2021. So that's just a little over 18 months ago. So, and he came, when he came into office, we had COVID. The, the uh, vaccines were not yet available. People were dying by the thousands each day of COVID. He is the one that immediately rolled out the vaccine. And so those of us that uh, got our vaccines, I know I was first in line when it was my turn. And that was like two weeks later. So, uh, so we were able to, even though there's been a lot of breakthrough COVID variants, for the most part, about 60 to 65% of the American public is vaccinated. That's huge, huge, especially when the Republicans didn't want vaccinations. He, of course, um, had the American Rescue Plan, which was first, and that was bipartisan because it happened right after the inauguration. And actually, the former guy started that with, I think, $400 or something like that in December. Biden expanded that to $1,400. No, it was $600, I believe it was, in December of 2020. And then Biden expanded that to $1,400 for everyone who whose adjusted gross income was less than $75,000. And while $75,000 seems like a lot, that's gross income. And then depending on where you live, in Mississippi, $75 is a whole lot of money. In New York City and San Francisco, it's not. <laughs> so um, having it at $75,000 helped a lot of people. And then, of course, he brought us right back into the Paris uh, Climate Accord. He nominated the first black woman for the Supreme Court. That was that was one of his campaign promises. And so he nominated Katanji Brown Jackson, very ugly with the Republicans, but she got through the Senate. And so she is now sitting on the bench. But she, he also nominated and got passed through the Senate a lot of lower court judges, many of them women, many of them minorities. And they don't make that much of a, they don't hit the media a lot. But if you pay attention, he has gotten more judges nominated and sat on the bench than any president in recent memory. And that's just in the first 18 months. Of course, in recently, the, we've he's added he and his policies, I should say, have added millions of jobs to the economy. And uh, the lowest unemployment rate, I think it's 3.5% yeah. right now, overall employment in decades. Of course, the unemployment rate for uh, blacks and other minorities is higher than that, but it's still lower than it has been in decades. The lowest deficit in decades. The Republicans are always screaming about the deficit until it's time to give them a tax cut, as what happened in 2017. And then they don't worry about the deficit then. Okay. And then, of course, in the the last few weeks, we we passed the Chips Act, which brings back chips, the manufacture of chips, microchips, back to the United States, where it started. But the company sent them over to Asia because they could get it done cheaper. But because of supply chain issues, and then China shut down the whole country because of COVID, there are cars sitting on the lots that cannot be sold because one computer chip is missing that makes the car go. Oh. 
because of the de Department of Justice, we, we're on the way to getting justice for Breonna Taylor. Just yesterday, one of the, the police officers that is involved in that case in Kentucky pled guilty because the Republican attorney general in Kentucky wouldn't prosecute the, these people. So the Department of Justice came in and did that. And of course, yesterday, finally, the uh, Inf Inflation Reduction Act was passed uh, by the House because it was already passed by the Senate, and that did not make uh, Mitch McConnell very happy. The Republicans in the Senate did not want that passed. And we've talked about all of the parts that are in that Re Inflation Reduction Act. We passed, when I say we, I mean the Democrats, because the Republicans fought against it. The PAC Act for um, veterans who have been negatively affected by burn pit by the toxins in the burn pits, and then of, uh, in the Inflation Reduction Act, we were able to get in insulin rates of $35 for people on Medicare, which is most seniors, which is great, but for people who are not on Medicare, those below six, age 65, and those who are on private insurance, the Republicans voted against that. And I keep saying that because the other reason why the Democrats have to stay in, in power after November is not only to save our democracy, but because the Republicans will do nothing. They've already said that. They're going to try to obstruct everything that Biden does. They're going to spend their entire time impeaching uh, Biden, Harris, Garland, everything. They're just going to hold hearings to, uh, against Democrats. They're going to take all Democrats off the committees. And so they're doing nothing for the people. They're just, everything is, is, is revenge. And um, the biggest thing that happened, the biggest thing that happened this week with, with Attorney General Merrick Garland and the DOJ and the FBI, after months and months and months of trying to get these documents back from Trump that he took to Mar-a-Lago, that just taking the boxes out of the White House, no matter what was in them, that was illegal. But now they're finding out that oh th that's why there was it wasn't a raid on Monday it was uh, executing a search warrant on Monday and so no matter even the Republicans try to call it a raid as if the the, the FBI came and and knocked down the door and and, and all of that no that didn't that's not what happened they first sent out a subpoena he didn't give all that stuff back in the subpoena and they first and then they served the subpoena. And then on Thursday, Merrick Garland came out to defend the Department of Justice and what they were doing because this was after months of work. And so all of this happened this week. And I want Keith to go on and talk a little bit more about the, the other good news with Trump. Yeah, I think was it was and you started to get into it. Because they're I intertwined. Think, yeah, right. In, mm -hmm. in terms of what's going on with Trump and um, and of course, we're calling it good news with Trump because of whatever's bad news for Trump is usually good news for the rest of us. And it which starts with you kind of break it into three various areas because you st you talk about what things that are about to happen or that look like they're going to happen mm -hmm. in the future legally, uh, then lawsuits and problems that he's involved in currently. Then I think also historically what he's been involved in and just how bad because there's a when you look at just how the things that he's been involved with, or I should say the legal problems that he's mm -hmm. been entangled with mm -hmm. over the past decades, it's amazing right. just how corrupt this man is and for how it long. Has he's always been. been. It's always been for years and years and years. And, of course, what just happened and what Pam talked on, talked about, of course, we all know about the raid. Well, right, when they broke into his house. They didn't break. Okay, let me finish. <laughs> no, no, the reason, why I keep, yeah. the reason why I keep interrupting you on that is because saying that they broke in and that it was a raid feeds into what the Republicans are saying. 
Right. But in, in, but in, in terms of when the FBI got to his house on Wednesday, you know, on Monday, rather, on, and the problem is that he may be facing violations of the Espionage Act. Mm-hmm. And that is because the sensitivity of the documents that he took to his house. You have documents that are so sensitive that they can't even be described in the warrant. Right, and, right. And, the, and, the, and part of the reason for that, because it was subpoenaed initially, as, as Pam said, then he didn't respond to that. So then this had to happen. And what and, and part of the, the motivation for that was partially when they got the other 15 boxes before, there was a high suspicion that what he had at his house were these documents, were these super sensitive documents that couldn't even be listed. And these are documents that can't even be removed right. from the government. So though that's one of the charges. It seems that he may be guilty of the espionage acts, is all you can mm-hmm. say right now. Obviously, they haven't been tried, but because of what they found at his residence. But uh, when you look at the other charges that he's facing, uh, I May don't... May I stop you just right there? I just want to clarify, because a lot of people don't understand this. There's the Presidential Records Act that was enacted in 1978. Nothing leaves the White House with the president that's leaving. Right. And not even, we're talking about security and all of that, but even the menus and the cocktail napkins, all of it goes, every single thing goes first to the National Archives and Records Administration, or called ORNARA. Everything. Right. So the fact that he took anything out of the White House is in itself right. illegal. Right. Illegal, right. Okay. And so those those documents belong to us, meaning the United States government. So he was stealing from us. And the, the FBI and the DOJ, NARA is the one who's who, who asked for their help because right. those documents belong to NARA. And right. he stole them from NARA. And so I just wanted to clear right. that up so right. people understand that. Right. Nothing. And, and then... And you're looking at the, the variety of lawsuits article from Forbes, where they basically documented and are continually updating, rather, all the lawsuits and investigations that he's involved in right now. And it's it's a remarkable document. And understood the very beginning of what they say. And then, but um, what, what they open up the article with is this: Donald Trump is involved in so many lawsuits and investigations, including allegations of election interference, business fraud, violating the Ku Klux Klan Act mishandling presidential documents, inciting a mob, defrauding his niece, and personal defamation. And those are just some, just, just a group of things. That's not the total lawsuits. That's just a group of lawsuits that he's involved in. The, what they've broken it down into is, for one, you have b- business filings. So there's 14 mm-hmm. lawsuits under business filings. So this involves, one, of course, we all know about the New York Attorney General, the, and the case that she's been building for quite a while, T- Letitia James. Mm-hmm. And and so you have the, when she's, she's investigating property valuations, there's just a ton of a ton of stuff. The te- New York City took steps to terminate his 20-year contract with the Trumps to manage the Ferry Point Golf Course. That was after the January 6th riots. And so the Trumps, of course, fought back on that because they wanted to keep that. Uh, I can't go through all of them, but there's there's so many things. The Manhattan DA, the, the, the ACN was a pyramid scheme there was the house over committee yeah, the conflicts of interest there's a ton of things that they're involved in and then when you get oh yeah the the uh, anyway there's an awful lot of things there's about seven like i said about 17 items that are listed 14 items are just under business filings mm-hmm. and lawsuits that he's facing there then you get with the lawsuits there's five lawsuits involved with the 2020 election mm-hmm. and that's you know fulton county georgia they're investigating election interference there. The NAACP is alleging violations of the Voting Rights Act. Then there's the, the oh, the Dominion voting voting system. Yeah. They're filing lawsuit because of every defamation, because right. of claiming things that were involved. The Dominion was doing things that it wasn't, saying the, the fault was in the voting, the, the voting system, and, and that wasn't <clears throat> true. Then there's nine lawsuits under, involved, related to January 6th. 
and the riot that happened there. And so they're investigating the Capitol riots, so the lawsuits there. Eight of the Capitol police are mm-hmm. suing what happened mm-hmm. What happened there. And so you have you have that. And then uh, Representative Swalwell sues over civil rights violations at Capitol uh, mm-hmm. riots. Mm-hmm. And then so there's, and then a lot of these are Capitol police have filed suits, so mm-hmm. different lawsuits. Then you have 10 items that are just uh, listed just under, under lawsuits over personal disputes. And that's where you get his niece, Frank right. Abdu, who's suing him. Mary L. Mar- Trump. Right, Mary, Dr. Mary L. Right, Trump. Mary Trump. And she's alleging that Trump and his siblings committed fraud when calculating her share of the inheritance. In other words, they got mad at her and they tried to cut her out. Right. Because she and her brother. Her, right. brother. her brother who has uh, some kind of disability. Right. And right. because Trump's father and Trump, they don't right. like people with disabilities. Right. And so they just cut her brother out. And so that money was to help take care of him. But they consider people with disabilities as weaklings, so they cut him out completely. That's right. She talked about that Mm -hmm. before. And so she's been fighting for that. So she's requesting more than $500,000 in compensatory damages, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I would almost think is low. Oh, and then she's then, of course, Trump is mad at her because she's when she shared all his tax information. Mm -hmm. So he's going after her for that. The journalist from the New York Times, oh, journalist E. Jean Carroll claims Trump's response to her allegations. She claimed that he raped her. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I think she's the one where Trump said she's not my type. Which he is, had a he had a lot of lawsuits against him, including for sexual assault mm-hmm. before he was even elected. Right, and these people don't care. Right, right, right. And, and so they're so they're going against him for that. Of course, a lot of us have heard uh, Michael Cohen become mm-hmm. pretty prominent after who was because he was definitely an insider. And right. so he's alleging that his return to prison after being furloughed was in retaliation right. for promising to tell for when he published a tell all memoir. Because mm-hmm. at that time it was it was Trump that put him back in prison. Right. Then he's Trump is suing Twitter over being banned. He sued Hillary Clinton. Which is just it goes on and on. But the point of all these is that he's been oh then I wanted to wanted to say real quick also because that's those are recent legal legal cases that he's involved in both in terms of people that are being that are suing him mm-hmm. and people that he is suing right, involving various various charges. But over the past decade, and this is from USA Today, over the past three decades, Trump has been involved in four thousand ninety five lawsuits. Wow, that's wow. four thousand. If you can just get your head around. How many lawsuits that is? He's always in court. Somebody's always coming after this man. Right, and and this is where you you were so worried about the Republicans because they keep excuse me they keep defending him. Number one, and this is karma. This is where the good news is. Talking about Hillary Clinton, they tried to get her on the Espionage Act, which has been in effect for a long time with Benghazi and and her emails. Number one, she was found not guilty of, of doing that. She she might have been sloppy, but she it wasn't criminal. She testified for 11 straight hours. She never took the fifth. uh, Trump took the fifth the other day, 440 times. She never took the fifth. She was found not guilty of that. But Trump, wanting to put her in jail, remember to lock her up, Mm -hmm. he signed a bill that increased the penalty for the Espionage Act from one year to five years, hoping to put Hillary Clinton in jail for five years. Now, that's going to turn around and bite him in the butt because if he gets gets a caught on the espionage object, the five-year thing that he signed will apply to him. Right. And the other, and, and one more thing, because, and I, I'm sorry I keep interrupting you, but um, these things just keep coming up. I just saw this morning, the Republicans are saying, are, are, are doing his, his words, words with witch hunt. I, the, the one black Republican senator, Tim Scott, was saying, why there's been witch hunt for six years? Well, that's because he keeps doing things wrong. 
Right. If he didn't keep doing things wrong, and I'm talking about tons of things, then there wouldn't be anybody after him. Right. There's nobody after Barack Obama. Right. Well, that's that's what comes out, and I think that also with the number of with the number of lawsuits, when you look at the lawsuits that are have been filed over the years against him, and people like so they try and point out nobody uh, when they want to point out that nobody's ever gone after a president like this. That there's never been a president, president like, like this. this. There's right. never been anybody even remotely as corrupt as Trump mm-hmm, and who's been mm-hmm. involved in this number of lawsuits who's had um, any, any of these things happen to him. And so I think, for example, you look at there's, there have been 85 branding and trademark cases mm-hmm. up against him. You know, Trump was sued for $4.5 million over unpaid royalties after a company that had been paying him to sell call his liquor, Trump Vodka, fell on hard times during the economic downturn. In you Trump know, University, yeah, in Trump, Trump University. Yeah, there's that. There's, se- there's 17 campaign cases. Mm-hmm. So he faces lawsuits directly aimed at his campaign. 1863 casino cases. Everybody, well, not everybody knows. But people follow that relatively closely. No, I mean, he's definitely had, has had no luck in terms of the casinos that he's run. He just lets them go. Mm-hmm. And he's also famous for not paying any contractors. When right. He lets things go into bankruptcy so he doesn't have to pay them. So right. these casinos, he gets involved, builds them, they go big, then they go bankrupt, and then they don't, people don't get paid. Right. And it's the whole time. And so they so he gets, so they sue him. And he, because he's got the way mm-hmm. he has his money, he just stalls them out. Right. He right. just stalls right. them out because right. they don't have the resources that he has. And exactly. so, and so, but I mean, what's catching up to him now to some degree is also not only does he not pay contractors, he don't, he doesn't pay, he doesn't his pay lawyer. lawyers. Right. And so that's why he can't get a good lawyer because mm-hmm. every all the lawyers um and you hear some on some of the new programs you no know, talk about his, the lawyers that he has now are pretty much widely known as a joke right <laughs> which reminds me of one of his lawyers was on fox news and i just see the, uh, clips of this on fox news thursday and completely without realizing refuted what he said about it being a raid and that nobody knew and that they met and that um evidence was planted she said number one i was there and, and and she's trying to make this look bad look bad on the Democrats. She said, I was there and I signed it. And then also she said that Trump, because he was in New York t- turning in these 440 times that he pled the fifth, in New York, at Trump is home in New York, he has closed circuit TV. He can see what's going on oh, yeah. in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, and that. so she said that she he said was that. watching the whole thing. Yeah. And so that, so that just blew up their um, thing about they broke in. No, they didn't break in. No, it wasn't a raid. And no, they didn't plant any evidence. And the other thing is is that, oh, I think I talked about that, about the Espionage Act. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's such good news for, tr- for, for Trump, because it's such bad news for Trump. And but what's worrisome is is these Republicans who are still defending him. What that's saying is they tied their they tied their entire fortune to Trump and to and to Trump's lunatic fringe, mm-hmm. and, they, and they basically all the, you know, the moderate Republicans who still are not are, are, are guilty of keeping their mouth closed because right. they could have rolled you know just, just taken a stand against mm-hmm. this man, but mm-hmm. they just let him take the party over. Mm-hmm. But the but. The those in the elected Republicans, because now you have you see the statistic: eighty percent of Republicans still believe Trump, and mm-hmm. going behind, because they've let everybody else go. Right, and right. Everybody, anybody else who's even semi credible has has jumped ship and right, left. Right, And so now what happens is is that they don't have any choice. When people say, "I can't believe they're still defending him," they don't have a choice because the, there's nothing left. I mean, right. they become a white Aryan nation party, and and so it's a, if they. Abandon them. If they abandon mm-hmm. them, they have nothing left. And right. on top of that, there's also 
the, the threat of violence. Any high profile person, or not that high for profile, anybody who is known to go against Trump, mm-hmm. or say because Trump is now in, in a negative sense, he's a brand. They, they don't care that he's not that he's crazy. He's not right. saying anything. It's the idea of who of what he represents to them. And this is and, and and this is what we're this is what we're worried about because if the Republicans get back in power, all they think about is retribution, revenge, and violence. And just Thursday, Trump re- released the, the warrant and the list of it's called the receipt of everything that was taken out. He released that to Breitbart, but when he released that to Breitbart, Breitbart did not redact the names of the actual FBI agents that were on that were there and their lives have been threatened the judge his life has been threatened not only his life but his his and this is what they're saying we want to get him we want to get his wife we know where his kids go to school that's my point i mean they they have no choice but to back them because that's the people they have tied the future of the party and also because their lives are in danger if they don't back them that's why Mitch has just gone Mitch McConnell has gone silent right. he can't refute it because then they're coming after him and his family. But at the same time, it's interesting as he does because he can't get himself, unlike others. Right. He, he, even Mitch cannot get himself to set, to sneak out in support of this. Right. What right. He, so, so what he does, he just goes quiet because if he dares to come out and say this has gone far too far, then they're coming after him. Right. Exactly. You know, and so I to want do. to go. I want to go back to where we were before with the good things, the good news about Biden. Since he took office on January twentieth, twenty twenty one. He and the Congress, you know, because we have both houses of Congress, they have passed 172 bills. Some of them are, are, are very, very small, and, and, and some of them are very, very major. Maybe 10 of them are major bills. Some of them are really small, but the point is, is like, like naming a post office. <laughs> but, but this will stop if the Republicans get back into power. And so while you're thinking, oh, Biden didn't do this and Biden do that, didn't do that. So I'm not going to vote and voting doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Uh, for many, many, many reasons. And we're going to keep talking about this all the way through, but we have to end right now. But please think about, not, not please, just think about, no, don't think about it. Just do it. Not only vote, but everyone that you know, get them to vote, especially if they live in areas that the four states, the four states, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Oh, and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Those four states are the ones that are being targeted by Trump and those people because they're, they're, they are a swing states that have a lot of voters in them and have a lot of crazies running for office. And so if you live in a safe Democratic district, great, still vote, but then talk to your family and friends who do not and get them out to vote because we know that because the inflation is getting better. It's not where it should be, but it's getting better. Gas prices are at a historic lows. Everything that the Republicans were going to fight the Democrats on, they can't because they're all getting better. So they're going to go even more crazy and more violent. And we will continue this, although next week we're going to try to have our podcast be a little bit more upbeat. But we had to talk about this because of everything that happened this week. And so please let us know, leave us some comments, and spread the word, and we will talk to you next week. Talk to you next week.